Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? So I am increasingly getting communication from real estate investors that they are getting outbid on everything they offer on. And, you know, I guess a, a couple of things. First, hopefully this is what makes this channel one rental at a time different because I am in this business with you every day. I've been talking to you for every day for almost two years straight about what is going on. So first and foremost, realize that I feel your pain. You can go back and watch some of my goals videos, uh, which I do every Sunday for you. Probably eight weeks ago, I started talking about writing 30 offers a week and just getting crushed by owner-occupants. And that's what I see going on across the country. Uh, a subscriber and student of mine uh, did a video on Seattle. Uh, I'll see if I can remember it. I think he talked about a house at 600 grand getting 169 showings and 42 or 43 offers. That's a record. I mean, I've never heard of anything that crazy. But that is going on across the country. Uh, I just had a communication from a student of mine trying to buy an investment property in Pennsylvania who has never seen a market this crazy. Uh, they, as I saw it, he was offering on a 375 house uh, and it went for over 400000 So what I want to do is do this video for real estate investors. That's what I am. That's what I do. I think single family homes are the way to go. But realize we are in a moment in time and you need to understand what's going on in the market. Now, what I'm about to say is certainly skewed towards my market, but I think is going on in most of the cities across the country. What we have today is two phenomenons I have never seen. And once you understand them, you will understand you can't compete, you shouldn't compete, so stop being frustrated. Do something else. Let me explain. First and foremost, at least in most areas, we have record low inventory. I have talked about for weeks now, the market that I fish in has a one month supply of single family homes. That's unheard of in my market. Even during the peak of 15 or 16 years ago, it was 2.1. And I thought that was nuts. Record low inventory means bidding wars. Because trust me, there is more demand than that. And I actually think demand is rising, not lowering. So again, as an investor, and I have been talking to you for years, my biggest competitor is owner-occupants. Folks, I've been telling you this because I'm in the business. I'm doing what you're doing. So I don't, I don't say this as some guru who doesn't do anything, I'm telling you, my biggest competitor are owner-occupants. And what you're seeing today is that. Owner-occupants are kicking your butt. But you got to appreciate why. They can come in with less down, get a lower rate, and their monthly payment is lower. They're also moving from expensive cities to suburbs where they're becoming owners, not renters. So this is good news for our economy, in my opinion. So we can't begrudge them. But here's the deal. The reason you're seeing a lot of bidding wars is while there is a supply of homes, most, if not, certainly not all homes in your market will qualify. 
you got to remember, this is what's important. Owner occupants, generally speaking, are coming in with an FHA-backed mortgage. That's why they kick your butt. That's why they can pay more than you. But here's the deal. FHA mortgages have to qualify for inspection and appraisal and all of that. So what you need to be doing, frankly, today is stop looking at super clean turnkey properties that are vacant. You need to look for things that have warts on them. You need to look for properties that owner occupants cannot buy. What does that mean? Generally speaking, an FHA buyer cannot buy a tenant occupied house because they need to be owner occupants. They can't say, hey, I want to buy this. And oh, by the way, here's a lease. Doesn't work that way. You can't get an FHA owner occupant loan for a property that has a tenant. Now, if it's now, if they can prove it'll be vacant at closing, maybe. But realize, you have to fish where others can't. One of them is owner-occupied properties. Second, properties that aren't clean. Think houses that haven't been updated in, let's say, 20 years. Right? Six months a year ago, I was telling you that my math said buying clean properties were eat, were, was a better return because I used my cash appropriately. Well, today, where owner-occupants of clean property can outspend me, I have to go buy junk. And now by junk, I don't mean falling down. I just mean stuff of quality that can't pass FHA standards. Think homes with 20 years of no updates. Think about that. That's where we need to fish differently. We can either whine and complain about not getting our 17th offer. Or you can realize and ask yourself what you're learning from this experience. And again, I'm in this business with you. Every Sunday I tell you what I'm doing in my business. And you can go back and watch the playlist. I think it's called goals or something like that. I go through my spreadsheet every Sunday for you. Um, I will get to that. So um, these are the things that you need to look at. So I just had a question come up. Uh, am I going back and looking at the wholesale deals that I uh, rejected six months ago? And uh, yeah, I've, I've done that. I probably started doing that 45 days ago uh, because my opinion changed on what is happening in the market. So yeah, I'm looking at anywhere I can to buy houses. And that is kicking the rocks on old contacts and old deals. Absolutely. Been doing that for a while now. But he, again, back to the frustration I'm sensing. Real estate investors, especially ones who've not done a deal yet. If you make an offer on a property and you get outbid by an owner-occupant, wish them well and move on. Do not raise your offer. You will take a good deal and make it a bad deal. You might feel good for a minute, but trust me, overpaying for real estate does not feel good in the long run. Wish them well and move on. That owner-occupant who bought that house is off the market. They only ever get one. This market is different. I'm sorry. You're investing in a market that I've never seen in 20 years. We just got to fish different. And again, I can, I can tell you, 
at least in my market and my experience, and it's probably true for you. Today, clean properties, single-family homes are going to get scooped up by bidding wars quickly. Don't play there. Stop it. Today's the day to maybe go buy a property that needs um, some fix-up, some repair. But always know your numbers. Numbers have to work. That's what I teach. That's what I talk about. I talk about learning your market. That's probably my most frequent phrase. And while six months ago you could buy a turnkey property and win, today it's not true. Fish somewhere else. Look at different things. I, I guess I wish it wasn't this way, but it is. You can't wish it away. This will change. Markets always change. I'm doing this 20 years. There are always sometimes clean properties are better. Sometimes junk is better. Sometimes multifamily is better. It's okay. If you're watching your market, I well, first off, I know what frustration feels like. I've been there. And if you watch my goals video again, you can sense it in my voice. It's not fun signing 35 offers in a week and getting told no and losing by 30 grand on every offer. I know. I've been there. Change. Don't do... Don't. If you've been doing, if you've been writing 50 offers for clean properties and you're getting outbid by 20, 30, 40 grand every time, time to look at the mirror and say, you know what? I need to go look at a different pond. There are too many boats on the water and not enough fish. I'm going to go to a different pond, even if it's smaller. For example, in Fresno today, I've talked about one month supply a couple of times in this video. I have to, let's just put numbers on it. I think there's like 200 and Let's just say 200 homes available today. I think it's 232, but let's call it 200. I would say 120 to 140 of those are clean properties, kind of below the median. Nah, maybe they're with maybe they're within 10% of the median. So those 140 homes, not good for me. Um, what I would say is there's probably so 200, right? So 120, not for me. Probably 20 of them are super high-end homes that don't make great rentals. So that's 140. Uh, maybe another 20 are new construction, which again, generally speaking, don't make good rentals. So that leaves 40 properties out of 200 that I need to look at. Now, some of those could be on busy street. Some of those could be fire burned. Uh, some of those could just be old and junk. I don't know. I got to look at those 40. So that's what I mean by lo looking at your market and fishing in new waters. A year ago, I was looking at new stuff, so the first 120. Today, that doesn't make sense. I'm getting spanked. So I'm going to try to find the other 40 as we just went through. Uh, there was a question that just came up. Um, the 30% raise is about 10% uh, for, what, for my market, right? 30% over is about a 10%. And that's why I think Fresno is going up. I think Fresno's median price will go up 10% or more in the next 12 months. If you can get a home today, it, it, there's just nothing available. I think prices rise. Simple economic supply 101. So in the end, bidding wars are here to stay probably for the next year to 18 months. Um, uh, again, renters are becoming owners. I think that's awesome long term. But as investors, it's going to be frustrating. Lots of boats on the water. So find a new lake. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye.